What's going on, everybody? And welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 223. We're here on Thursday, October 1st. It is now October, and we are 33 days from the election. Summer is dead. Yeah, well, summer's in, dead. Indian summer is done in the yeah. Northeast, although the West is still very hot. Yeah. Um, but let's let's start off with just the this controversy that's oh, been broiling here there about about. Oh, the president refused to denounce white supremacists and, you know, he's not condemning white supremacy enough. And, you know, the the ghost of Charlottesville past reared its ugly head when this was brought up the other night when that lie was again propagated by Chris Wallace, yeah. who don't even get me started on anymore. But <laughs> um, you you have to ask yourself, how many times is the president going to have to say this? How many times? Because I believe the official count now is somewhere be. north of 30. There will never be enough times. And you did a fact check on this. Yep. And uh, the the big thing that came out of this was, you know, did Trump refuse to denounce white supremacists at the debate? And the verdict? Total garbage. Yep. Total garbage. Fake he did. News. He did. Mm-hmm. Read the tra- Again, we have like this inability for liberals to read the transcript. Yeah. I mean, it, partially as they don't want to read the transcript. He was asked, will you denounce white supremacy? Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Where I come from, sure means yes, yeah. with no qualifications. Yeah. And then everybody else on you know, Twitter who grabbed various clips from past times where he has denounced white supremacy, including the time uh, the Charlottesville presser in August of 2017. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's listen to that clip. Yeah. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. He said, quote, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Yeah. And not only that, the president condemned white supremacy when asked the same question during a GOP debate in 2016 by guess who? Chris Wallace? Chris Wallace. (laughs) Play that clip. I totally disavow the Ku Klux Klan. I totally disavow David Duke. I've been doing it now for two weeks. This is, you're probably about the 18th person that's asked me the question. It was very clear. That question was also talked about in the form of groups. Groups. I want to know which groups are you talking about? You have to tell me which groups. Ultimately, he got to the Ku Klux Klan, which obviously I'm going to disavow. And by the way, if you look on my Twitter account, almost immediately after the program, they were disavowed again. You know, it's amazing. When I do something on Twitter, everybody picks it up, goes all over the place. But when I did this one, nobody ever picks it up. Take a look at my Twitter account. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. It is unbelievable. And you have people who I used to respect until this morning, like John Roberts of Fox News. Chief Justice John Roberts? Yeah, that one's a piece of shit, too. Both John Roberts are on my shit list now. Who asked Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany if the president condemns white supremacy, because I guess it had to be asked again for the seven fucking thousand time. And Kaylee, of course, was prepared with her binder. And the list that she ran through of the times the president has condemned racism and white supremacy was daunting. But John Roberts didn't like that. First, let's listen to Kaylee, what she had to say. This has been answered yesterday by the president himself, the day before by the president himself on the debate stage. The president was asked this. He said, sure, three times. Yesterday, he was point blank 
blank asked, do you uh, denounce white supremacy? And he said, I've always denounced any form of that. I can go back and read for you um, in August 2019 in one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry and white supremacy. In August of 2017, racism is evil and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists and other hate groups. I have an entire list of these quotes that I can go through with you. He has condemned white supremacy more than any president in modern history. And then John Roberts went on to Fox and threw a little fucking hissy fit, <laughs> which then Kaylee McEnany being the, the great, you know, just person that she is, went on Twitter and said, John, maybe you should pay attention to your wife's reporting from 24 hours ago when they asked the president the same fucking question yeah. in the driveway at the White House. And he said, of course, yes, it's all there. But let's listen to John Roberts here because people need to hear this. And for all of you on Twitter who are hammering me for answering that quite for asking that question, I don't care because it's a question that needs to be asked. And clearly the president's Republican colleagues a mile away from here are looking for an answer for it, too. So stop deflecting. Stop okay. blaming the media. I'm tired of it. All right. John, that John Roberts is tired of it. So we're going to let you go. Thank you, my friend. I mean, come on now. Yeah. All the meanwhile. Easy now there. Easy, easy. Take a chill pill. All the meanwhile, you have Joe Biden not only saying, oh, Antifa is not an organization, but not even being asked to condemn it, not saying a bad thing about Antifa. And Kayleigh McEnany had something to say about that, too. Let's take a listen. Ideas do not target police officers. Ideas do not burn down buildings. Ideas do not kill innocent Americans. Organizations do. And Democrats should condemn the shameful group in the same manner President Trump continues to condemn white supremacy. Joe Biden won't even say the words law and order. He can't. He can't say it. He won't criticize the leftists. And, and somehow in this narrative here, the, the Proud Boys has become an issue. Oh, all, which, all 30 of them? Which, yeah, 99% yeah. of the country has no clue who they are. Yeah. And actually, by even bringing them up, Chris Wallace gave them a huge yeah. platform to 100 million people. Yep. yep. And... Yep. You know, I, 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 I know you don't... Um, we, we disagree with him, but but David French actually had a good tweet <laughs> saying that people were texting him, what is Proud Boys, some yeah. LGBT group? <laughs> yeah. The Google searches went up yeah. through the roof. Because no they, they are. And then they say, well, oh, the president singled them out to stand by. He only repeated the question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just so dishonest. Yeah, oh, my God. You know, they're doing everything they can yeah. to get Joe Biden elected no matter what. Joe Biden won't condemn Antifa. He won't condemn the left. Is it the Proud Boys that's burning down black-owned nope. businesses in this country? Nope. Not at that's all. That's burning down cities? Nope. That's shooting people down in the street execution style? Yeah. That will be Antifa. I mean, come on. A domestic terrorist organization. But, come on. You know. It's just ridiculous. And, you know, on the heels of this debate, this is what we're talking about here? I know. You know, they, I, they, they're not, well, not going to fact check Biden's lies. So. Of course not. Of course not. not. They let him say that. whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. You know, Chris Wallace, total fucking piece of low life trash shit. <laughs> and like literally the piece of dog shit on the bottom of my yeah. shoe. That's what I think yeah. of him. And now the Commission on Presidential Debates, which, by the way, is a totally arcane, like 
elitist establishment organization that should yeah, be totally I know. dissolved. I know. And we learned our lesson to not take part in that again next time yeah. because no matter what, even if they pick someone from Fox News, it'll be handpicked to go against the Republican candidate. Yeah, probably. That's that's probably. really what it is. Yeah, probably. And Ted Cruz agrees. He says, yeah. no more of this shit. Yeah. No more. There's, and, there, there's actually a lot of aspects of the election cycle that could be do, done away with, actually. Definitely. I mean, the conve- we, we, we no longer need conventions. No, no, no. I disagree with that. I like the conventions. Did you, did you read Michael Barone's column about how like we no longer need conventions, pretty much? No, but I like the conventions. Yeah. The only reason there was no convention in person this year is because of the China virus. Yeah, we need to go back to in-person very, conventions. It was very nice to just get it out of the way. You we know, need to go hours. back to in-person conventions. Yeah, but just think of the it's fun good. that we would have had if you and I were there. Oh, yeah. It, so, on Media Row, doing true. these episodes. That is true. Getting that guests. Going out and partying, yeah. that would have been fun. That would have been fun. Okay, so anyway, back, back, back to the Commission on Presidential Debates here. They now are going to change the rules because Joe Biden got fucking steamrolled, so now it's time to change the rules. But they say, oh, well, the, the moderator will now have a, a tool to cut off the candidate's microphone if oh, they violate God. the rules. Okay, so... Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. The The moderator, I guess, is just has full dictator control over this whole thing. Yeah, is that where we're at? I guess. I mean. And let's not forget it was Joe Biden who started the entire fiasco of interrupting the president. At the beginning, President Trump took his full two minutes to respond to Wallace's first question. Joe Biden likewise got two full minutes to answer his first question uninterrupted by the president. But as Wallace turned back to Trump for another question, Biden interrupted Trump not once, not twice, but three times. Listen to this clip. Then he goes forward. If not, we should wait until February. All right. There aren't 100 million people with pre-existing conditions. As far as the say is concerned, the people already had their say. They, okay, Justice Ginsburg said very powerfully, very strongly, at some point, 10 years ago or so, she said a president and the Senate is elected for a period of time, but a president's elected for four years. We're not elected for three years. I'm not elected for three years. So we have the Senate, we have a president. He's elected to the next During election. that period of time, during that period of time, we have an opening. I'm not elected for three years, I'm elected for four years. The and the 100 million people, Joe, the 100 million people is totally wrong. I don't know where you got that number. The bigger problem that you have is that you're going to extinguish 180 million people with their private health care, that they're very That's happy That's simply with. not true. Well, you're that, certainly that going, to that, socialist. That, you're that, going to that, socialist. You're going to socialist. We're now into, gentlemen, we're now into open discussion. Open discussion. So they expect Trump to back down? I mean, yeah. what? Well, the, 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 he, remember, Trump was also fighting, you know, Chris Wallace, too. Yeah. So you got that. You have both of them spewing endless lies about the Trump record. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I can see why Trump was really, really aggressive. I mean, he was going to be aggressive anyway, but... Uh, right, you know, and you I mean, could argue but, maybe... But even more so. I mean, he was now facing, you know, even the, the impartial party was biased and mm-hmm. attacking him. So, yeah, I mean, he had, he had to come out guns blazing. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten a word in. And every single time, Trump was pummeling Biden. What, what did Chris... We, we talked about this yesterday. What did he say? What was the go-to? Okay, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought this was supposed to be yeah, a debate. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought this was America. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's it's honestly, you know, how much more could they stack the deck? And it goes back to what we discussed about yesterday. Yeah. Trump is frustrated. Yeah. He's frustrated that he will not get a fair shake from anyone, no matter what, at any time. Yeah. And 
Fox News has fallen into this trap. Yeah. They're they're getting worse and worse with this. Yeah, you can't I mean, say certain people. You can't yeah. say you know they're they're starting to get a little soft in their coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's really good. bad. And it's not good. Although I still think for the next debate, just allow Joe Biden to talk because he has diarrhea of the mouth and he's going to hang himself. Well, the interesting – so there's a few interesting right? things. Okay, so uh, next I do think that President Trump will scale it back a bit in yeah. order to let that happen, yeah. to let Biden talk more. Yeah. But remember, it's town hall format the next time. Oh, damn so it. Yeah, sorry. It's, ah. it's, view, or it's voter questions from yeah, the crowd. Yeah, well, those questions are going to be ridiculous. So yeah, it's less of a chance, I think, where it's a case of where the president needs to interrupt constantly. Yeah. And I think he will just sit back and let Biden you know, throw yeah. together his word salad. Yeah. I like diarrhea of the mouth. That's a good yeah. one. But I mean the 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 CNN town hall at in in Lackawanna County with with Anderson Cooper. I mean, what the hell was he saying for yeah. half that? You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Like, yeah, he was talking about one woman was like, "How are you going to help me with my small business?" And the man talked about chicken manure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. mean, people forget. I mean, I, I mean, have we all forgotten that, folks? He talked. He talked about chicken shit. And while this continues <laughs> to be the narrative. We have the race still going on in the background here. Yes. And I was talking with my friend this morning, and I think that we're still in a very strong position. Yeah. I think that the fundamentals are in our favor. You have massive enthusiasm gap in our favor. The ground game, which Joe Biden has none of, we have plenty of. Yeah. And you look at these polls, right? Because the question that came, my friend sent me was like, yeah. what's with these polls? Are you really, you know, is Biden really up by this much? No. And it's no, no. he's not. Because... Just look, just look at what they're doing with these polls, okay? From the top line, you have Democrat overrepresentation. Yes. They're undersampling Republicans, okay? Yes. They're putting these polls, some I've seen D plus 5, some I've seen D plus 10 or 11. Yeah. The general consensus of this electorate is that it will be somewhere between D plus 3 and R plus 3 on either side of the wow. max, on, on either wow. side of the maximum range. Yeah. Because both samples are a Trump win, by the way. Right, because <laughs> there is a significant portion yeah. of, of males, yeah. white blue collar males yeah. between the age of forty five and sixty five that are non traditional voters that didn't particularly vote last time that don't vote reliably in every election that are going to come out in force for the president. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just last night at the Minnesota rally. Yep. Sixty percent of attendees were not Republican. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. So, you have that all going on, you right? You have strong black voter support in Pennsylvania. Yeah. You have, uh, you know, like because and getting onto your point, like last night I saw was a Cook Political Report who pushed Ohio and toss yeah. up. Are you guys on crack? They are. They really are. I mean, and I saw, uh, you know, Josh Krauschauer at, at uh, National Journal talking about how there's been like a 21-point swing among union families mm-hmm. towards Biden. And I'm just like, I really? No, no, no. Really? I don't believe that. And I don't believe that at all. I, don't, I mean— Something that you brought up the other day when we were talking about this yeah. also, where do you think they're pulling these Republican votes from oh, in these samples? Yeah, the, the, the GOP sample voters are usually suburbanites who are hostile to Trump. Yeah. So So if they're not pulling from rural areas, which the rural areas of Pennsylvania are going to decide this yeah, election. Again. That's a miss. Yeah. And even the New York Times, the New York Times is admitting 
that if the polling errors are off this time, just like last time, which yeah. I would argue that they are, yeah. Trump will easily win the Electoral College. Oh, yeah. Was that Nate Cohn? Yeah. Yeah. So... Nate Cohen is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't give him any credit because they're always well, fucking I mean, wrong. I mean, okay. But, but I'm just saying he's not the That worst. was their outlier scenario, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, this is what we're talking about here. There's unprecedented movement of, of historical Democrat counties, yep. localities, and voters yeah. in rural areas to the president's side. Yeah. Oh, also the Hispanic vote. Yeah. 66%. Of Hispanic voters thought that Trump won the debate on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. That's not Town Hall poll. That's not Rasmussen. That's Telemundo. Yeah. Telemundo's own poll. Well, and you know, all know that Telemundo's no fan of the president. And they and then the left tries to say, oh, well, those are not scientific polls. Yeah, how'd your scientific yeah, polls do your in 2016? Polls are trash. Yeah. You see, you know, remember uh, State Representative Vernon Jones, yeah. the black Georgia Democrat who became a vocal Trump supporter, uh, who got called all kinds of nasty things for daring to support the president, has now inspired at least one other Democrat state lawmaker to publicly support the president's reelection. And this is in Ohio. Uh-huh. And, you know, speak of Ohio. Yeah. Bernadine Kennedy Kent, a black state representative in Ohio, said that she is going to support the president. She says, quote, from my perspective as a lawmaker who was elected for the first time in 2016, following a lifetime as an educator and child advocate, I have admired President Trump's dedication to law and order and his respect for the Constitution. Wow. His strong leadership and willingness to fight for educational and economic empowerment for minorities has brought unprecedented hope to the American people. President Trump has provided a record number of black Americans with a real shot at the American dream. And under President Trump's leadership, black Americans have experienced record low unemployment and the poverty rate among the black community has fallen to its lowest level in U.S. history. A large part of this success is due to President Trump's willingness to listen to the ideas of Senator Tim Scott and the concerns of invested citizens from diverse communities in economic distress. This effort produced a groundbreaking solution called Opportunity Zones. So I want to thank President Trump for his commitment to ensuring the success of the black community in every way. And I can tell you, I can tell you that I've had several, several uh, people that I know from college who have reached out to me, and they're black, who used to be rabid liberals, who have woken up to what's going on here. So if that's what we're seeing, we're seeing this. It's not, you know, and that's what we're seeing in the public eye, right? Yeah. Or at least in front of us. What do you think's happening behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. You remember that video that came out last week of the UPS driver, I think, yeah. or the truck driver, the yeah. black truck driver? Yeah. I'm voting for my family. Yeah. And so Trump is Trump's policies are benefiting his family. And let me tell you, this jobs report is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Totally agree. It's going to be very good. All all indicators are pointing to it, and we have a V-shaped super V, as uh, Trump says. Well, you know, the liberal media will downplay it, of course, because yeah. that's what they do. But you saw the stock market today, folks. It soared past 28000 so... Yeah, yeah. Can't know, complain market, about that. Everything, all the fundamentals of the economy seem to be going our way. Mm-hmm. Unemployment claims were below a million again. Yep. We're coming back. Let's not forget the GDP number that's going to come out right before the election as well. Yeah, you said, what did you say last? It's 32.5% growth, right? The latest estimate as of today is 34.6%. Ooh, that sounds like we're building back better. 
Yeah, right? that's the stupidest it phrase really, I've ever it heard. It sounds like some. It sounds like it's it's fucking retarded. I mean, yeah, it really is. It, really it sounds is. like a jewel and vegetable came up with that. And also, we all know that because there's three B's in it that uh, Joe Biden can memorize it. Yeah. If not, there's that antenna in the Google contact lens that he's been wearing <laughs> that's feeding him information. Well, you know the that was interesting. That was really funny. James what? Woods tweeted that out. What that <laughs> he's like the Google contact with the oh, transmitter yeah, yeah, yeah. in the thing. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories from the other night. You know, there's an wire IV. Gate. Yeah, there's a wire gate. There's yeah. an IV theory. Uh, but well, talking... the thing in the sleeve. No, I don't know. I don't saying. know. Let's not go down that road right now. Uh, but <laughs> Storm you, wants to. <laughs> uh, well, maybe another episode. Okay. We'll see. But uh, you saw that um, you wrote about this, actually. Yeah. The uh, good old Wall Street Journal's Kimberly yes, Strassel. Yes, What did she have to say about... Joe Biden's performance, because this goes back to the point that yeah, I was making yesterday exactly. that if there's a base election... Oh, Trump wins. Right. She's like, Trump won, and she's like, Biden did okay, but she he also kind of prevaricated on, you know, a lot of the, the points that progressive voters like, you know, like Medicare for All, the Green New Deal, defunding law enforcement, you know, three areas that really get the progressive base, progressive part of his base, you know, really ginned up, and Biden kind of, you know, poo-pooed that, and unfortunately... And this is why I said maybe next time, you know, Biden should just hang himself by just, you know, by Trump just letting him talk because Trump's interruptions kind of, and then Wallace interjecting kind of, you know, muffled that a bit. Yeah. I mean, Biden saying without interruption, I'm not really for Medicare for all. I don't think we should defund the police, even though he's on record saying so. Uh, uh, Green New Deal, eh, I'm not going to support that, even though his website says so. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, you have the candidate up there saying, you know, all, all talk, no action. You know, if you're a left-wing voter and you, you know, you want revolution, well, this guy ain't it. And exactly. Believe me, you know, I know people are like, well, their hatred for Trump is, uh, you know, going to, you know, over, you know, supersede that or take over that in terms of them voting. I don't think so. That's if not what the enthusiasm gap They want to blow says. up the system. And if you want to blow up the system, you don't vote for Joe Biden if you're a Democrat. You're going to wait, sit it out, and wait. Uh, for the conditions to be better in the next uh, election, which in which uh, maybe somebody a socialist will a be socialist able to take it, yeah. who can get you know a significant portion of Black Democrats south and Mason Dixon line, um, you know like an AOC or somebody. I don't know. There's going to be a far left candidate, folks, who's going to get enough Black Democrats south of the Mason Dixon line to to win the nomination. I mean the, that slice of the party has taken over. They're ascendant. They're starting to take over the state legislatures now, or not? Sorry, sorry, not take over, but get a get a, a bigger foothold there. Mm -hmm. So. You know, have Biden say this stuff because if you're a Bernie supporter, I mean, even Bernie Sanders during the DNC. Yeah. I mean, he was very energetic about what he has done for the party. Yeah. And then when he talked about Joe, we disagree on health care. You can tell the, 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 the it was just deflating. Well, that's he really thing. couldn't give a full-throat endorsement of Joe Biden because he what knows her, Joe Biden's milk toast. What <laughs> hurt Hillary last time is the same exact thing that really has the – probability i yeah. think of sinking joe biden yeah. you have already a massive enthusiasm gap right yeah so if these people just choose to stay home yeah ah why not yeah and also i mean if you're if you're an energy i mean if you're a voter in pennsylvania who's in the energy sector like you know fracking mm -hmm. joe biden says he wants to destroy that he said explicitly that he wants to get rid of the trump tax cuts which is a middle class tax cut even jake tapper admitted that in December of 2017, we have the video. 91% of middle-income Americans will get a tax cut for the next 10 years. And then Bernie Sanders admitted it. Yes, but it doesn't go far enough. They moved the goalpost. 
when well, that passed. Do you remember that? Yeah, and now uh, Biden continues to lie in saying that he doesn't want to raise taxes on anybody making less than $400,000, which is just a complete and total lie. Yeah. I mean, it's been debunked by everybody, including the Tax Policy Center, which is yeah. not necessarily favorable to Republicans. Yeah. So you have to look at this and say, you know, why aren't these lies being picked out? Well, I wonder well, I why. Mean, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and the 400000 thing is so easily debunkable just from a raw fact of looking at the taxes that Biden is proposing on guns and ammunition. <laughs> you think that the people that own a lot of guns are the people that are making over $400,000 a year? Not so much. Mm. Not so much. Those people can afford to hire private security, Okay. Let's take a look at these taxes. So the Joe Biden gun tax plan is $200 per instance of a semi-automatic firearm and a magazine that holds more than 10 rounds. Hmm. So uh, okay. pretty sure my tax liability on that would be pretty significant on a yearly <laughs> basis. Uh, but you have to, you know, that's... I, I that I think is unconstitutional, right? Yeah. I don't think that that well, would stand in the court, yeah, and that's that, why that, that's why it's super important that we we take full control of the Supreme Court here, so that way, no matter what happens in this election, at least there's some yeah. semblance of yeah. the Constitution. Yeah, in this we can't country. trust uh, John Roberts, Scotus John Roberts. But look at that. but we have Amy Coney Barrett soon. So yeah, but look at who he wants to put in charge of the guns. Is that Beto the furry? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, Beto the Beta. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the gun issue, I think, is huge. You saw that just this past week, you, did you see that uh, gun control groups have ceased advertising in swing states? Really? It's yeah. that? Because they know. They know? They know what we've been talking wow. about now. They finally saw, oh, yeah. wait, millions of people in the swing states have bought guns over yeah, the past yeah, six yeah, months? Yeah. Maybe we should stop talking about that. Yeah. So they're not going to talk about it, but that's what they'll do when they take it. So... You have to you have to look at what's going on here, and just remember, just remember that the same percentage uh, that Trump has in uh, you know five thirty eight's ridiculous election forecast, yeah. uh, the upper twenty percent was the same exact prediction that they had with Hillary, right? Yeah. So that's really their goal here is to demoralize the enthusiasm yeah. of the rabid yeah. Republican Trump base yeah. that's going on and right now. And let's be honest. I mean, Hillary Clinton, for all her faults, I mean, she was a horrible candidate, but Hillary could draw a crowd. Yeah. Biden can't. Yep. Um, yep. You know, but, well, pfft, yeah. I think there's going to be a nice little surprise on November 3rd. Well, I hope so, but... Uh, let's talk about Obamagate real quick here. Yep. So you wrote about this yesterday. Yeah. What uh, What did President Obama know and when did he know it? Uh, exactly. Because uh, apparently, according to new documents declassified by uh, Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe, uh, John Brennan, then CIA Director John Brennan, apparently briefed the president on Hillary Clinton's uh, plot to get the Trump-Russia connection you know, circus going to distract from the ongoing email probe. Mm -hmm. So there are notes... Uh, of course, everybody and their mother in the Clinton orbit has denied it. Um, we have further information regarding uh, why there's been a slow uh, trickling regarding declassification. We, uh, Sean Davis of the Federalist said last night on Tucker that it was it's CIA Director Gina Haspel who's clogging the spot. Why is she clogging the spot? Well, she was Brennan's guy <laughs> um, in um, 
in London. She was station chief in London. So <laughs> Sorry. The right. reason I chuckled is because right. someone just sent me this old tweet from Trump. There's always an old tweet oh, from yeah. Trump that's yeah. great. Yeah. This one's from December 22nd, 2015. He says, when I said that Hillary Clinton got schlonged by Obama, it meant got beaten badly. The media knows this. Often used word in politics. <laughs> <laughs> got schlonged. Got she schlonged. got schlonged. Um, we <laughs> got a reset here. Sorry to distract yeah. no, from that story. No, that's funny. But that was a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so, Obama knew. Yeah, Obama knew. Obama knew. And, and Haspel. Uh, Ob- Hillary was getting schwonged by yeah, Obama. Yeah, was getting schwonged. Because guess what? Guess what? <laughs> he took part in the plot to fucking hatch this whole thing with Hillary. Yep. It's it's very clear. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could put these breadcrumbs together and and see very clearly what was going on here with the entire FBI corruption. And and now we learn. That the CIA was more involved in this than we thought originally. Yeah, and Steele that, was doing all of her work, uh, his all of his sorry her all of his work in London, where Haspel was like I said, station chief. So, um, and and Gina Haspel, yeah, is the one blocking declassification. Yeah, let's take a listen to this clip from last night where Sean Davis of the Federalist, who's great by the way, uh, was on Tucker and uh, broke this story. Let's take a listen. This isn't just uh, a scandal about Democrat projection. This is a scandal about what was a coup planned against the incoming administration at the highest levels. And and I can report here tonight that these declassifications that have come out, uh, those weren't easy to get out. And there's, in fact, far more waiting to get out. Unfortunately, uh, those releases and declassifications, according to multiple sources I've talked to, are being blocked by CIA Director Gina Haspel, who herself was the uh, main link between Washington and London as the London station chief for John Brennan's CIA during the 2016 election. Recall it was London where Christopher Steele was doing all this work. And I'm told that it is Gina Haspel personally who's blocking uh, continued declassification of these documents that will show the American people the truth of what actually happened. You know, if that's fully true, I think that there's an even worse systemic problem than we ever could have even imagined with the intelligence community. Yeah. It's one thing after another we're finding out here, and it makes it worse and worse and worse. Just when you think it can't get any worse, it's right? Worse. It's worse. Yeah. And if Trump wins, I think it's very clear what needs to happen. A purge from the government. You go top to bottom you get rid of every last person that's a liberal plant that could be taking part in the deep state, and you focus your energy on the intelligence community, which includes CIA, NSA, and the FBI. And Director Ray has to be fired. CIA Director Gina Haspel has to be fired. Ooh, yeah. And you bring in someone like Rick Grinnell. And I really would love to see Rick Grinnell in charge of the FBI. And yeah. they say, well... You know, he doesn't have a law enforcement background and he's not qualified to do something like that. You know, I don't care. We won the ele- well, if we win the election, we don't care yeah. what you think. Like, we don't. We don't have to care. You need someone fresh in there yeah. to in- to investigate the investigators yeah. top to bottom well, of every, the FBI. Most of the, there needs to be a purge. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and you know, it's, this is not like, you know, yep. unprecedented. You know, the CIA yep. had a purge in the um, the 70s. I believe mm-hmm. Stansfield Turner actually, I think, fired some like you know, twelve hundred you know, uh, CIA officials. So. Yeah, do it again. Yeah, I mean th- this whole thing is ridiculous, and 
you already see the Democrats planting their seeds of destruction for what's to happen after this election. I mean, they're not going to accept the results, right? Isn't it ironic that they always yeah, call us out for yeah. that? But they're the ones that truly yeah. don't accept Including the Hillary. Yeah. Hillary was like, don't accept the results. Yep. And the, remember the question before the 2016 election, which was asked again by Chris Wallace, oh, will you accept the results of the election? Yeah, yeah sure. If it's fair. If it's fair, yeah. If it's not fair, he should stay there. That's the one. Well, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> the, but that's the right answer. Yeah. Is if it's fair. If it's shouldn't fair. we all want a free and fair election? Yeah. We see time after time in the past just 36 hours because all these mail-in ballots are going out. Yeah. You have address errors. You have people getting ballots for people yeah. that lived there 10 years ago. Yeah. Someone in D.C. got six ballots delivered yeah. yesterday to their in, house. In uh, Duval County in Florida. It, it looked like – because you, you can drop it off at, at – at, like it looks like a ballot deposit yeah. box, right? It looked like a ballot from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Nothing post – you know, no address, no nothing. Just said absentee ballot on it. Mm-hmm. You can't. They can't open it, folks. Yeah. They have to. They act. They act. They actually have to call the post office and try to trace it back or do something because they can't open. That's someone else's mail. Yeah. So you're you're getting instances like that. Um, the whole thing it's is a, corrupt. I'm not gonna, saying that there's fraud there, but I'm just saying it's a mess. I'm saying there's mess. fraud. Well, there's going to be fraud. There's fraud everywhere. I mean, we saw in Patterson corrupt. there was fraud. Twenty percent of the ballots in that election were fraud. They're going to so. try to steal the election, folks. You got yeah. to you got to pay attention to this yeah. and if and vote you, in person. Well, of course, they yeah. already know to vote yeah. in person. But if you are in a position where you can act as a poll watcher on election day, do it. You have to do it. Yeah. Go Honestly, to your, go to your local uh, GOP committee. They're, they should have poll watcher certificates. If I worked at a job where I, you, well, you actually can sign up at oh, uh, Donald, okay. J. Trump, Donald J. Ah, Trump. Donald J. Trump. Nice. Nice. Uh, vote. A, I think go. it's vote.donaldjtrump.com. Yeah. Many ways to get on there. But here's the thing: if I worked in a job where I didn't have to work all day election day. You bet your ass I'd be taken off and going to do this because it is so important. If you live in a swing state like Pennsylvania where, like you said, they kicked the Trump poll watcher out of City Hall by force, yeah. why do you think they did that? There's no other reason besides nefarious reasons to yeah. do something like that. So they're going to try to steal this election. And – you have to be vigilant out there. Pay attention to what's going on. You know, the people that get multiple ballots, you hope that they have the integrity not to to commit illegal fraud. <laughs> or, uh, no, 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 the multiple ballots. Intimidation. Because you have people in D.C. that are getting six ballots, none of which belong to them. Yeah. Someone got six ballots, not theirs. Yep. What are they going to do with those six ballots, right? This person luckily is a conservative, so they're going to shred them. But – you yeah. hope that people's intentions are good, and yeah. I don't think they are. You see what's happening with the ballot harvesting of people yeah. being paid in Minnesota. Yeah. Even Tulsi Gabbard is like, we need to look into this uh, yeah. ballot harvesting. You know, we have in Pencil- like we mentioned this before, Pennsylvania is accepting ballots without where the voter signatures don't match. Yeah. Because that's not going to be ripe for fraud. Yeah. It's, uh, it's out of control. And they're extending the deadlines. Um, I will say, I mean, I said this before. This is one area where the Trump legal team kind of dropped the ball. No, disagree. We're, we're, we're not. Disagree. We're, we're losing. They they filed lawsuits, and we're losing the lawsuits. We're we're catching up. It is not. It's it's not. Good. Disagree. Over we the past three days. No, no. Over the past three days, there's been numerous rulings in our favor. Significant rulings in places like North Carolina, Wisconsin, that are going to play key roles in this, mm-hmm. and that actually is turning in our favor now. It, because as they go from I saw these, they, they upheld the extension of the deadline, which is not good. Though. But the extension of the deadline, I'm not concerned with. Because it still yeah. has to be in transit by election day. 
There's right. only one place that can postmark, right? Yeah. Now, when they if they extend the the thing where you can mail it yeah. after election day, you have a problem, yeah. right? Yeah. But a lot of funny business, though, man. I'm still still worried. Of course, of yeah. course. But you're not, in in a year like this. You're not gonna get unanimous rulings yeah okay it's gonna have to go through appellate courts and they're taking the pennsylvania ruling up to the united states supreme court ah, so it yeah. started slow because it starts out with these local level justice or yeah. judges who are liberals yeah but as it makes its way up through into the federal judiciary the trump wall <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, it goes back to remember all the injunctions at the beginning with the executive order of yes. immigration. Yep. How much you notice that how all those injunctions stopped stopped when yep. Trump got all his court nominees through? So, exactly. Yeah. So I'm agree. not okay. as concerned about that. Okay. I think the tide's going to turn quickly on that. Once yeah. they get to the appellate level in these things, you're going to see a significant yeah. number of rulings that come down in our favor. Okay. Yeah. So and honestly, the 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 narrative around vote in mailing has been so negative. Even yeah. Democrats are against it well, now. They don't trust the mail. That, Dem you see, Democrats don't trust the mail now too. It, it's basically so that if you're going to vote by mail, people are mailing these ballots way in advance. Yeah. So the extension yeah. of the deadlines honestly does not concern me. Yeah. What does concern me is a case where people just find boxes of ballots well, laying around the yeah. office. That happened in Florida. Remember? It happened in New Jersey. Yeah. They oh, just, look who fell off the truck. They yeah. found a box of 2,000 ballots from the July primary just sitting in the election office uncounted, oh my God. right? So yeah. stuff like that worries me a lot more yeah. than the ballots, the the minuscule, what I believe to be coming in after election day of mail-in yeah. ballots yeah. filtering through. It, it, it poses a much bigger concern, yeah. I think, that they're going to try to basically forge in-person balloting. Yeah, that's that's what concerns me more, which is why the poll well, watchers yeah. are even bigger. And also, bigger. remember in, in Florida there was a concern about that, about forging of the the ballots. Yep. yep. I got actually I th we 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 wrote about it on town hall. Mm -hmm. uh, I I, I got to find that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about uh, Amy Coney Barrett real quick. Yeah, here. Speaking sure. of judges, uh, yeah. a, Judge Amy Coney Barrett met with Chairman Lindsey Graham on Wednesday on Capitol Hill. Also met with a bunch of other GOP senators, even though the Democrats refused to meet her. However, there's a call coming from Democrats and the media now for Judge Barrett to recuse herself from election cases should she be confirmed. Well, that's not going to happen. And that's exactly what Lindsey Graham said. He yeah. said, quote, I think that's one of the most absurd ideas I've ever heard. Yep. There's no legal disqualification. She doesn't have a legal conflict. She doesn't decide the election. Yeah. She does vote like everybody else. But no, that's a ridiculous yeah. idea. We're not going to do that. That she can't hear election claims because she was nominated that. in an election. Sorry. Year. Not going to happen. And the hearings will start on October 12th. So we will be, uh, by the time Monday rolls around, basically one week away from those starting. And that's going to be a crazy week. We'll have the hearings. And then we'll have that same week, the president next presidential debate. Yeah. Uh, this hey. story out of California was too much to ignore. So I had to put this in. Yeah. Here. Amid the wildfires, blackouts, and lockdowns, California is focusing on a study on slavery reparations. What do you think about that? Well, California has their priorities in order. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how much is this, how much is this bill going to cost? They Trillion? didn't say. Yeah, okay, didn't so say. you know that. So means. you know. I yeah. mean, it's going to be a blank check. Mm -hmm. It's going to be. I mean, the state can't. I mean, their power grid because of all this green energy bullshit that they're dabbling in. They, they can't keep people's houses cool. Yep. The rolling blackouts. It's like Venice. It's, it's a mini Venezuela. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you know what? Listen, it's it's as expected. In a state like that, 
Well, I can tell you something. I mean, if we lose this it's, election it's and, lose, and lose control of the whole government, oh, there's gonna be a reparations bill. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A national one. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yes. Shelia Jackson vote. Lee is gonna probably propose that. Gotta vote, guys. Gotta gotta vote. Yeah. Get your neighbors to vote. Get your family to vote. Yep. And get them out there to vote Republican yep. because it's the only thing that's gonna save us at this point. Yeah. Uh, and I fear that if we lose, there's it's a point of no return. Yeah. Uh, they will stack the Senate. They'll stack the courts. Yep. And you probably will see a uh, you know civil war in this country. I don't know that yeah. it's avoidable at this point. Yeah. I, you know, I honestly have kind of come around to the feeling that regardless of who wins, it's gonna be bad. There's gonna be uh, civil unrest. Yep. There's going to be a potential for a civil war, and it doesn't necessarily need to be yeah. in the conventional. Well, they're going to they're, they're tr- if Trump wins, they're, they're, there's going to be a, a significant effort to assassinate him. Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah. I think there's going to be some lefties going to try to hatch a plot to blow up something, or you know, throw a grenade at him, or shoot him, or something. Well, remember, I was there, mentioning that the other night. Yeah. that I'm shocked that you know, and thank God, yeah. you know, watch over him, yeah. but. I'm shocked that there hasn't been a serious attack. Well, there's, 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 I th- there's been plots. They that never, they, they never tell us. No, what I know, plots no, are. I know, yeah, but I mean, but, there hasn't been like a publicly visible attempt, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, not like, not like Reagan leaving the, uh, you know, and then getting shot. That right, right, yeah, like yeah. you know, they shot Reagan. Yeah, they shot. Yeah, they shot Reagan. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's. Granted, that was before you know the secrets. I mean, the Secret Service, had, you know, was still you know. <laughs> <laughs> or even something really? like, you know, the Iraqi terrorist that threw his shoes at, at Bush. Oh, yeah. You know? Something public like that. Yeah. So the Secret Service has done a phenomenal job. They have. And, they have. You know, God watch over better, them, too. But, you know, better every year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think there's going to be – unfortunately, I think if he wins again, there's not going to be many, like, victory rallies. I think it's going to be too, too – uh, Dangerous, Too yeah. dangerous for him to be out in the open. Um, well, the good thing is if, if there is, win- he's going to be like, an, is like, like in a Popemobile type thing. Yeah. Which is not the same thing. I think he wouldn't like that. Um, no, he wouldn't do something he like that. Yeah, he wouldn't do that at all. So. The good thing is if he wins is that he's and there's a massive civil unrest in the cities, yeah. he's going to roll in the military. Yeah. Invoke well, insurrection, yeah. active military in every city. We I don't give a we shit. You can't have 90-plus days of rioting. I mean, besides the fact that it's, it's horrible. You mean like 120 now well, at this point? Well, 120 now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the summer of, of riots, you know. But it's just, I mean... It has calmed down, though. Yeah, but the cost... Yeah. Of all this, you, you can't have this. You know thing. the only people's reason... lives have been destroyed, the livelihoods have been destroyed. You can't. You have people. Well, up until recently, Minneapolis wouldn't even give insurance money to business owners until their mm-hmm. entire property tax bill was paid. Yep. They finally suspended. This is in July. They suspended that. Thank God. But I mean, people's. I mean, you can't have this. Can't have this. People got to live. People got to. You know, there needs to be peace. And if the military can bring peace, and the mayors are displaced, and we have military governors. Until people learn how to behave in these cities, then so be it. Well, you know why they stopped and they started to behave again a little bit? Well, because it was impacting the polling. They realized. Yeah. They realized it was affecting the election. That's the only reason reason why. Why, yep. And they're just waiting. They're waiting. And that's what's going to happen. Calming it down. You even have... The reason why Louisville was kind of like low-grade, frankly. You even have the Associated Press issuing new guidance for reporters in order to cover up leftist violence, saying that journalists should avoid using the word riot when covering left-wing events and refrain from reporting on property destruction because according to the AP... Such reporting has been used in the past, and this is just, I, I oh can't believe this, God. has been used in the past as a way to stigmatize protests 
against lynching and racial injustice. According to the AP, it's not the job of journalists to report the news. It's the job of journalists to advance the left-wing narrative. Yeah, it's bullshit. Well, first of all, I don't follow the AP format at all, folks. Ever since they said that we can't use abortion or, you know, they, they become like the speech police on abortion. Illegals. You can't say illegals. Can't say illegal. I say illegals all the time. Yeah, fuck that. I say illegals all the time. Yeah. I say illegal pieces of trash. You know no, what they say, say now? I don't say that. I don't say that. I'm kidding. I don't say that. They but. are <laughs> no, they are illegal pieces of trash. Look at look at down in North Carolina. You know, this is a story we didn't have the list here. Yeah. Down in North Carolina, you have local jurisdictions ignoring ICE detainers being placed on violent, illegal, criminal aliens oh, from other countries, illegal aliens. Yep. They let them free and then they end up doing more illegal, violent, dangerous crime. Yeah. So fuck them. AP. Get them out of yeah, here. The lib media can follow the AP format. The rest of us normal people don't have to. And so just write as you like. Write as you like. Talk about the destruction. Talk. Well, first of all, it's funny how they, they mentioned that because I think they figured out when – remember how it was, oh, don't worry. There's insurance for the property destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not true. Not insurance? true for a lot of people. Insurance is barely paying to yeah. clear off the burned down yeah, properties. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So instead of the word good. riot – they say unrest, unrest should be used and protest and demonstration because they're, you know, much more less emotional words. Oh, my God. That's what they say. Oh, my God. Did you see this story from Ironic yesterday? Ironic because the left wing is all about emotion. Well, exactly. Yeah. Did you see the story from yesterday? The former yeah. Twitter CEO said that the left should line up and shoot non-woke business leaders and he'll happily do the video. Oh, huh. nice. He says... Me first, capitalists who think you can separate society from business are going to be the first people lined up against the wall and shot in the revolution. And I'll happily provide uh, video commentary. How did he make his money again? Venture capital. Exactly. It's so funny. Like all these all these tech people, like they're they're capitalists. They mm -hmm. may not like they may not they may they may say that they're not, they may say that they're Bernie supporters, they may say that they're like left wing so you know, socialists and all that, but they're fucking capitalists. What they do is capitalism, they're making tons of money. They're all millionaires. Well, I mean, this shit is like Stalin. They wouldn't be there. Exactly. This yeah. is like, you know, unbelievable. They're, it's Animal Farm. They're the pigs. Mm -hmm. We must have all the milk and all the apples. Yeah. Uh, I want to – or let, let's do this first. Okay. Gropey Joe. We know Gropey Joe, but there's a new story Did he rape somebody out. else? The wife of a Boston Marathon bombing hero Ooh. claims that Joe Biden groped her. This is from the Washington Examiner. This is not just some third-rate, you know... Surprise! Quote, The wife of a Massachusetts transit police officer who was injured in the manhunt for the Boston Marathon bombers accused Joe Biden of touching her inappropriately and making a suggestive comment in 2014. In two Facebook posts, one of which has since been deleted... Kim Donahue alleged that during a remembrance ceremony in Boston one year after the April, April 13 deadly bombing, then-Vice President Biden began rubbing her lower back, saying, Look at those eyes. Where did you get those eyes? Oh. Anyone else as good-looking as you in that family? Those eyes are mesmerizing. People must just do whatever you say. When reached for comment, Kim Donahue confirmed making the accusation, but will not discuss them further. Very interesting. We'll keep that one on the back burner. Last but not least, I wanted to play this clip here. Because last night, Senator Ted Cruz went on to CNN on Chris Cuomo's show and was the first one that had the balls to confront Chris Cuomo over his brother's 
virus nursing home order. Oh, yes. Which led to the deaths of tens of thousands of people. And uh, it's not just uh, Governor Cuomo that did that. It's Governor Murphy and Wolf of New Jersey and Pennsylvania. So keep that in mind as well. Uh, let's just take a listen to what happened here when Chris Cuomo was finally confronted and had a complete meltdown. Right I'm saying all. that when and you hear, t- hear 200,000 right. people die, you don't say it is what it is. I'm saying that when, but, but you, know when what? you could it's have slowed it down not and you right, didn't, Chris, you when your it. brother has presided over the state mm-hmm. with the highest death rate in the country. I know your brother didn't want those oh, yeah. people to lose their lives, but you oh. shouldn't oh, play well, politics good. with So you don't attack. think he intentionally killed them? That's good. No, that's no, very charitable of, course of you, not. Ted. Of course not. But Must I do think Christian we can have a very reasonable policy discussion about the policy mistakes in New York and New Jersey mm-hmm. of sending COVID-positive patients into nursing homes. Mm-hmm. I think that was a that very serious policy country, mistake. Right? That wasn't uh, no, the most vulnerable population. It's one of the reasons why the death rate in New York is four times the death rate in Texas. And on that note, we'll end today's show yeah, because yeah. it's about time that yeah. somebody smacked that piece of shit Murdering in the face. Murdering Killer Cuomo. Yep. Of course, the new Town Hall Media Election Podcast, War for the White House, is available wherever you get your podcast from. I will be on there tomorrow with uh, a couple of my buddies from PJ Media, uh, Stephen Cruiser and Vaca Pundin. So that'll be an entertaining and interesting show to check out. Of course, email us anytime with any thoughts you have on anything we talk about, anything you think we should talk about, uh, triggered at townhall.com. And of course, give us your five-star ratings and reviews. We will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger. See you then.